Hi, it's Dan Toons here from fastfirms.com, and very soon I'm launching the Future Proof Your Law Firm podcast. What is it all about? Well, as lawyers, we know our industry is undergoing a tectonic shift of which new business models, changing consumer habits, and technology are all converging at once. The net result is that for many law firms, they're confused and not sure what to do or how to respond to the shift. Well, the Future Proof Your Law Firm podcast will help you. Sure, as many of you would be aware from my law firm marketing podcast that I ran right here for a number of years, for the last 10 years, I've been working with law firms at the intersection of law, technology, and marketing, from those publicly listed to small regional practices in Australia and the United States. I even spent three years working on mass campaigns with Erin Brockovich globally. My company, Fast Firms, is a leading provider of comprehensive technology and marketing solutions. You name it, we do it. Be that as it may, while you're waiting for the new release, I've pulled together my favorite podcast episodes from the Law Firm Marketing Podcast archives over the last five years. And you may be surprised, as I was in creating this collection, that the guests and the advice that they share is as still as relevant as ever. Larry Bodine, a great mate whose name is synonymous with so many platforms and publications, just to name a few, Lawyers.com, National Trial Lawyers Association, and more recently, Ken Hardison's Law Practice Advisor, which I'm pleased to say that I also contribute to. Larry Bodine, thanks for joining me. Hello, Dan. It's uh, always good to talk to you. How are you today? I'm great, thanks, Larry. What's going on in the world of Larry Bodine? Plenty, I suspect. Well, actually, I am uh, the guy who creates the content that enchants people to come to three websites that I manage. One is the National Trial Lawyers, which is a national organization of plaintiff attorneys. The other one is personalinjury.com, which is a directory of personal injury attorneys. And then uh, the third one is Law Practice Advisor, which is a site that offers lawyers and small firms articles on marketing and technology. And uh, I update the content on each one of the sites every day, and I got to tell you, it keeps me busy. Absolutely, yeah. I, know, I mean, Ken Hardison's uh, Law Practice Advisor, it, it is a great website. Well, I really enjoy doing it, too, because he's, uh, you know, we, we want to focus on marketing, technology, and management, but as it applies to small law firms, and I know, Dan, you've written a couple of terrific articles on technology marketing, and that's just one of the subjects we cover. You know, we also get into personal sales and, uh, you know, end-of-year tax uh, techniques you can use to save money and uh, and lots of marketing articles on how to build your practice. Yeah, yeah, and, and Ken's been such a, a stalwart in this space for a number of years too, hasn't he? So it's just great to see law practice advisors sort of living up to his expectations. Right. You know, he's a real, uh, I, I think he's a real leader in, you know, when it comes to marketing for particularly trial lawyers because, you know, there are a lot of good marketing organizations out there, but they're aimed at uh, big defense firms or they're aimed at uh, the marketing director on the staff. But uh, there's really very little out there for uh, a plaintiff lawyer who wants to grow his or her practice, and, and that's what law practice advisor is all about. 
Larry, how do you sort of commandeer all this work? I mean, we were talking offline about how great it is to be online and be, you know, almost sort of, uh, you know, virtual 24-7 to be able to work in locations that, you know, 10 years ago we never would have expected we'd work from. I can give you a quick example. The, the National Trial Lawyers has affiliated with a couple of law schools, and there's a legal journalism program, which I'm heading up, and I work with four students to assign them court cases, verdicts, uh, you know, opinions of note, and uh, I uh, upload it on in, in a site called Basecamp, where, where they find the assignments, and then they write their drafts and put it online in WordPress where I can review and edit it, and then we'll have uh, a face-to-face conversation either on Skype, on Google Hangouts, or on iPad um, FaceTime. And, uh, uh, it, it, you know, uh, the students are all like thousands of miles away uh, from me and each other, And uh, but with the Internet, we can be face-to-face and, and work directly. It's, it's really a wonderful thing. Yeah, I agree, Larry. As you know, last year I was based in Nova Scotia for four months and fast firms never missed a beat. You know, we've got an incredible team and we're all located in different locations or regions across the globe. The technology is just so good these days. It's very true. In fact, let me give you one technique that I use, a good marketing tip, which is I use Google Hangouts live. Mm. So I'll go to my Google Plus page and then connect with someone else who is in one of my circles, and I can start a recording. And uh, you can go back and forth like uh, an interview. Um, you know, when I'm uh, I, when I start the broadcast, it begins to record a YouTube recording. I can push a button that will indicate whose face is showing, and, and that's usually the person speaking. And then when I end it, it's automatically uploaded to YouTube. And I've, uh, for personalinjury.com, uh, I've already interviewed about half a dozen lawyers. And it's a great way to get in touch with attorneys who've made a presentation or are leading up uh, the charge on some particular kind of a case mm-hmm. and talk to them face-to-face and record it. And, and here's the best thing about it, Dan, is it's free. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the technology is pretty good these days, too, with uh, Google Hangouts. It, I mean, in the early days when they launched, uh, it, it was a bit patchy, but it's it's considerably improved, hasn't it, since then? Yeah, the, the trick is that you need to have a fast enough connection that yeah. can handle the, the video throughput. And I went out and invested in a $70 Logitech camera that I <laughs> clip onto my monitor. It's much better than the webcam. Yeah. And produces a really nice, sharp picture, and it has microphones in it that also make good sound. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's uh, a, a long way from those days, uh, you know, when, when you and I caught up in New Jersey or Summit in New Jersey when you were working for lawyers.com, you know, you, you were doing the, uh, the, the red-eye flights uh, out there each week. Uh, you mustn't miss, miss that too much. No, I don't miss the travel, although I miss all the good people that I met and, and the tremendous amount of fun that we had uh, working at Lawyers.com. Yeah. And I, I loved a technique uh, that you did, which was uh, you brought along a um, an HD camera. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, you know, when whenever you would meet people, uh, you would say, all right, let's do a quick uh, interview, pick a topic, and just sort of stand up uh, here in, in the street and uh, hold forth with a, with a good marketing tip. I yeah. thought that was a great technique and uh, commend you for doing it. Yeah, I think I owe it to Ari uh, Kaplan, actually, Larry. I think I think Ari, uh, as he, he sprung the camera on me and you on a few occasions. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, you know, with a with a cell phone now, you can you can make a recording and pass the mic back and forth. Uh, it's uh, 
technology has really come such a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Larry, we're here today to talk about, you know, what law firms can do this year. I mean, we're well and truly into February, so it's, it's nearly March, um, you know, to, to, to actually enhance their marketing and, and better position themselves and, and make 2015 an absolute cracker. You've got five ideas or five of your key sort of recommendations. Why don't we start with them? Do we want to go back the front from five to number one or one to five? How do you want to play it? Well, why don't we, um, well, yeah, let's do a, a reverse top five countdown list. So number five is that if you're uh, an attorney and, and you're looking to attract clients, you need to establish social proof. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, uh, clients want to see an attorney uh, send out tweets, have a Google Plus page, have a, a really good profile on LinkedIn, and maybe even a Facebook page that's updated. Because this is how people communicate now. They communicate online and in, and in social networks. And uh, there's sort of the wisdom of the crowd that, uh, you know, the crowd will follow somebody if they see them in the places that they're already looking. And where they're looking today, Dan, is on social media. Yeah, absolutely. What, what's your thoughts on Google Plus? I, I know in Australia, at least, it hasn't probably received the same amount of traction as it has, has in the U.S. Are, are you starting to see some real penetration with it over there? Definitely. Um, I never miss uh, putting an update in Google+. Plus. So on the sites that uh, I, I, I operate, um, I, I will always uh, put a link and a headline and a little report about it on Google+. Plus. Mm. And then I'll wait about half an hour and do a search on the title. And sure enough, it'll be, in, it'll be the first or second item in Google because basically Google is going to favor its own its own products. Mm. So anything you put in Google Plus is going to come up high in the rankings. And that also goes for those Google uh, Live Hangouts I was describing. The moment you put that online, if you search for the title or any of the people who are being interviewed, they'll come to the top of the list in Google. Yeah, we, we should actually mention that. I mean, the great thing about Google Plus, I think, for lawyers is that if you build that network out uh, enough, uh, you know, through your um, past clients and existing clients, then when they do a search, you know, for a particular, you know, uh, maybe practice area or, or some sort of legal topic, your search result or, or you, uh, you spring to the top, don't you? That's right. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, in, in all of the stepping stones for uh, social media, uh, Google Plus is one that you've, you've definitely got to hit. Yeah, absolutely. Larry, what do we got next? Well, number four would be content marketing. And uh, this is something I know uh, we've both written about. Mm. And with all of the Google algorithm updates, uh, Google has managed to uh, defeat or smoke out uh, a lot of the uh, search engine optimization uh, tricks and techniques that people were using. And what Google is favoring now are websites that have new content, at least 300 to 400 words, updated frequently, and something that's completely original. And, of course, relevant to uh, the page in which, uh, or the site that it appears on. And that turns out to be the probably most effective way to market online is by talking about what you do with content marketing. You know, in, in the old days, they called that blogging every day. Hmm. But, uh, you know, the new version of it is basically content marketing. 
Larry, you know, we were talking off air about how difficult at times, uh, you know, lawyers find it to write content and sometimes they'll outsource that writing to somebody else. Have you got any thoughts about, you know, the sort of methodology that, that lawyers should adopt when it comes to writing great content? I mean, my hunch is, is they get stuck on uh, you know, um, making sure that the content is, a, is is extraordinarily good and and precise, and they lose a flavor in that. Yeah, that's true. You know, the uh, because nobody wants to read a legal brief or a memorandum online. What they're looking for is a story, something that's uh, quick uh, and interesting, yet conveys practical information. And uh, frankly, I, I support the idea of finding people uh, who will produce content. I, you know, I know that that's something you do in your business, Dan. Mm. And, uh, you know, the important thing when you're finding somebody to write your content for you is uh, you, you want to find a reputable company that uh, does all sorts of marketing, and you want to avoid the really inexpensive Far Eastern Asia content mills that basically you know, grind out a lot of uh, poor material, stuff that's thinly rewritten from news stories, and uh, ultimately will hurt you in your search engine rankings. Yeah, they just churn it out, don't they? Yeah, it, it's true. You you really get uh, you get what you pay for, and uh, you know, I uh, you know, it, uh, I I help some law firms with uh, content as well, and all of the people that are writing the material for us. Um, are attorneys who have practice experience in the topic that they're writing about. And I think that makes a big difference. Larry, you you mentioned SEO. what what are you recommending to law firms? I, I, I know that law firms often get, um, you know, completely myopic and focused on, you know, where they rank in Google and, and they'll go and spend, you know, you know, thousands of dollars. I mean, I've heard some firms spending, you know, $15,000 on, on trying to get better ranked in Google. What, what, are you, what do you say to them? Um, you know, if you're um – if you go to take the SEO approach, the key thing that you need to inquire is what exactly they're going to do for you. Yeah. The uh, you know there are a lot of companies that will say we'll host your website and uh, do ongoing SEO, and you're really spending money that you're not getting anything for. Mm. So you want your search engine uh, optimization company to you know do a, a case study on your firm to, to spend a lot of time figuring out what you want to promote what uh, are the uh, you know the the terms that you want to be found for and uh, uh, you also want a company that avoids black hat tactics mm. such as uh, you know connecting your website to a link farm in an effort to uh, create a lot of inbound links you know, that's just going to destroy your ranking with Google. So you, you really need to find out what the company is going to be doing and make sure, you know, none of it is, uh, none of it is surreptitious. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And, uh, you know, what, what I've been saying to us firms is that um, each month actually ask your SEO provider what they have done in terms of, uh, you know, getting you better ranked. And in particular, where have they linked you? And, um, you know, making sure that those links are to, uh, you know, um, hostile locations, as you mentioned, like link farms. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let me go on to number three, yeah. which is uh, video. Uh, I think... 2015 is going to be the year that law firms discover video. It's still a novelty among uh, many law firms. And frankly, if you're not doing video, you're missing a huge opportunity because 
it's uh, if you put up a video on and you tell a good story and mm. maybe give some practical information and, and engage viewers, you're basically providing all your potential clients with an audition. And, you know, that's how you should look at it. So it, it really makes a lot of sense to uh, uh, spend the money to have a video crew come in, record a bunch of videos, and uh, tell stories. Tell stories about what you've done for clients, how you work with clients, and what it's like to work with you. And there's some great resources out there, isn't there? I mean, Jerry Oglinski has been writing or banging on about videos for years now, and uh, he, he's got a, a bunch of great stuff. Yeah, that's really true. And, you know, he's a, a perfect example of, uh, you know, someone who, you know, knows how to be cheerful on camera. Uh, he goes to interesting locations. Uh, one tip to, to get interesting backgrounds, he takes his video camera with him on vacations, and he'll position himself in front of some luxury resort, yeah. a very picturesque background, and, uh, and he'll offer some uh, practical advice there. You know, it, uh, it's very engaging, it makes the video interesting, and it's, it's something that any attorney can do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So online reviews, which is, uh, I think, your second recommendation. That's right. Uh, online reviews have really zoomed up you know, in importance. Something like um, 88% of people say that they trust an online review as much as a personal recommendation. And, you know, you'll find online reviews on Google+, they're on uh, Avvo, they're on personalinjury.com, one of the sites that I operate. And it's very important that lawyers ask their clients to write reviews about them. You know, the, the only thing, um, uh, you know, uh, what you want to avoid is to basically be uh, a blank slate. You have no reviews. You're really not offering anything uh, for consumers to base a choice on. And more and more uh, consumers are going to these review sites to compare attorneys. And there's no way of opting out of online reviews because, mm. you know, Google Plus is there. Any of your clients can make a comment about you anyway. And so since they're going to happen, I think it makes a lot of sense to ask clients after the favorable conclusion of a matter to, to write a review for you. From an Australian perspective, there'll be firms out there that will go, well, you know, Yelp and Google Plus really don't have a, a strong prominence here in this country, but it soon will be the case that they do. H how do they prepare themselves for this? Well, you know, you can always ask a client to write a testimonial or a favorable review. Yeah. If there isn't a particularly prominent review site, put it on your own website. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, going back to my earlier comment, Nothing is better than a video of a client just simply saying how well they were treated, how the, the firm cared about them, you know, more about the experience of dealing with the firm. That kind of thing is really persuasive, and it's what people are looking for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a huge trust mark, isn't it? And then uh, to the top of our uh, countdown list, uh, number one would be mobile marketing. And the reason that's come into the forefront, Dan, is that Google is now uh, labeling websites as being mobile-friendly. So you get a little rankings boost from that. Uh, they're also penalizing sites that are not mobile-friendly. And just to show you how, how important Google thinks this is, they are actually sending emails 
from Google to website operators saying that your website has mobile usability problems, yeah, which wow. means that when you look on uh, a law firm's website and you can't make out the pictures, you can't read the type, you know, you can't even recognize the logo, you've got mobile usability problems. And where this is all going is that having a good mobile site that looks great on that little three by four inch screen is going to make a big difference in uh, how well you're found in the search rankings. Some designers are actually now starting to work with mobile first. So, you know, when they sit down with a client, they're thinking, how is this all going to present or how is it going to play on a mobile device? That's the first thing that enters their mind. Well, I think that's a smart move. Uh, People are obsessed with their cell phones. You know, yeah. they use them to, to text, to set an alarm. You, know, you can even start your car remotely uh, with a cell phone, set your thermostat. And uh, it's very true that when uh, many people, I, I think we're kind of at the tipping point right now where the number of searches and, and visits to the web are uh, uh, on cell phones is now equal to or surpassing that on desktop. Computers. Yeah, incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a big shift in the way that uh, a sea change in the way that clients communicate. You know, the, instead of a 22 inch screen, it's a four by five inch screen. Instead of uh, emails, you know, it's texts. And uh, so you really need to design for that handheld device if, if you want to get consumers these days. Yeah. Yeah. Long gone are the days of the yellow pages. And uh, that's all you had to do as a law firm was just, you know, put your advert in there and then the, the rest is history. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, frankly, I think uh, all of the uh, internet marketing, the reviews, and the videos, it's just so much more fun. And yeah. More opportunities to be creative than a Yellow Pages ad. So yeah, I'm glad to see the Yellow Pages go. Yeah, I, I look, me too, absolutely. And I, I love the interactivity, uh, you know, with this, 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 this whole new trend in digital marketing. As you mentioned, Google Hangouts, it's great to see lots of law firms these days start to embrace webinars. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's true. I, I gave a webinar just uh, a week ago. We had about a 150 attendees, and uh, you know, it's it's got everything. It's got the sound. It's got uh, action, uh, emotion, uh, a PowerPoint slideshow, and uh, it, and we're all together in this one online community for an hour. And the only thing that's missing is, is just the physical presence, but yeah. we had everything else. Yeah. yeah, absolutely awesome. Larry, it's always a great pleasure to catch up. I, I thank you for joining me. Thanks for those great five tips. Where, where do people find you if they want to reach out? Well, you can go to uh, LarryBodine.com. So it's just my name.com. And uh, you'll find uh, my own website, and that will lead you to all of the other sites that I work on. Awesome. Thanks very much, Larry. <laughs> 